listening to the Retirement Remix Show with financial advisors and hosts Chip Munn, that's me, and John Tate of Signature Wealth Group. Get ready for a bite-sized dose of timely and actionable financial planning and retirement tips alongside remixed retirement stories from real people just like you. Listen in now to be inspired, find direction, and build your own retirement remix. John Tate, what's up, man? Pitman, how are you, sir? I am doing great. John, I am excited. Today, we're uh, we're joined by a good friend of ours, Sherry Holly. Sherry is the president of Gratz Park Private Wealth in Lexington, Kentucky. Sherry, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm excited to be here with both of you. So today, Sherry, I wanted you to join us because we are fresh off of launching a new initiative. And it's called the Women's Worth Alliance, and you've been a big part of pulling that together as one of our board members. Just a, a little bit of background. I wrote an article sometime last year about the future of finance being female. And I know, Sherry, that you have built a practice around working with successful women. And so as we were talking through kind of the concept of the importance of not only empowering, but also just recognizing the future and the direction and the importance of women in that, we decided to be neat to put together a program that really helps facilitate that. Tell us a little bit about the Women's Worth Alliance and why you wanted to be a part of it. Okay. I'm really excited about this. I appreciate your understanding of, you know, as you said, the financial future is female because things are evolving. You know, we've been in a practice for many years and we're seeing this gradual change where women are taking more control of their finances in different aspects, whether it be the spouse in the household that handles the checkbook or pays the bills or does the investing. And so we're seeing this evolution. And so I appreciate that you see that too, and you talk about that. And so what we're trying to do with the Women's Worth Alliance is really focus in on that and really build a group around having a space where women can come together and talk, whether it be that they're very much a novice at investing or managing their household finances or managing wealth that goes, you know, tax planning and estate planning and so forth. So what this group is about, Women's Worth Alliance, is just a, a space where women can come together and have the opportunity to share ideas, to network, to ask questions of people who may have more experience. We'll have women of all walks of life, from the young professional to the older, more seasoned veteran that has either started a business or been through their careers and have had a lot of success. So we're really excited about being able to provide this space for women and empower them to get help, to share ideas, as I mentioned, to mentor other women and in a space where they feel comfortable. So we're really excited to have launched this. Well, when we first talked about it, yeah, even in our office, yeah, I was like, well, are you going to want me to speak? And Jill, who's <laughs> one of the board members, is kind of like, no, <laughs> why would we want to do that? <laughs> but one of the things, and John, I know that you have your own story. I mean, we all do. It is the effect that we have seen. Yeah, I was raised by my mom, who, for the most part, she didn't handle the investing, but she handled the family. I mean, she took care of us all the time. And when she and my dad split up after 42 years, 
she had to learn how to budget. It wasn't the math part of it. It was just that it was never something that she'd been a part of. And then my wife and I, prior to us getting together, she was a single mom. And so it's obvious that while I certainly don't have shared experience, anybody with some sense, I think, can empathize with the fact that it's just an important thing. John, what has been your experience? I mean, again, we're all touched by moms, aunts, sisters, wives. John, what do you think? I mean, inspiration can come from some pretty strange places. And I'll tell you, you know, I was walking past my closet this morning and the door to my closet was open and I walked past and I glanced in and saw a t-shirt. And to explain the t-shirt and the significance and why it was inspiring, I would have to tell you a little bit about this woman's story. But back in 2000, in November of 2000, a House of Representatives in North Carolina member, Cherry Berry, was elected as Secretary of Labor in the state of North Carolina. And this was significant for two reasons. One, it was because she was the first woman who was ever elected to that post in North Carolina's history. And two, she was also in North Carolina's history, the only Republican to be elected to that post, which I'm not sure which one of those is more significant, but it gets better from there. And why this woman kind of resonates with North Carolinians, I think, in many different circles is because in the second term, one of her staff members said, you know, if we're going to continue to have this post and be reelected, we need to make you the face of this department. And the best way to do that, they thought, was to put her picture on the cards that go in all the elevators that say this elevator has been inspected. And so if you ask anyone in the state of North Carolina who Cherry Berry is, they will either say she's the elevator lady in some circles. In other circles, she's the elevator queen. And she held that post for 20 years. And so the reason that walking past my closet, you know, this shirt stood out to me is because on the T-shirt is a picture of Cherry Berry's face. And underneath it are the words that say, Cherry Berry lifts me up <laughs> because, you know, she's in the elevators and it always, it never fails to get a good laugh at parties. I mean, I, you know, I'm so popular at parties. Let me tell you about it. I am not, but the shirt is always popular. And so when I saw that and thought about how she lifted up women in politics in North Carolina, it made me want to ask you the question, what is the best way for us to lift up, to elevate our clients in this way? of all genders, you know, what's the best way for us to approach that? You know what, John, I appreciate you making that comment. It is really unique for many women as we, you know, we use different words and we articulate differently. And so I remember being in a meeting, Chip, and you may have been in that same meeting with me, and they were talking about research and because they were talking about this transition of wealth, you know, moving more towards women in the future. And it was interesting because they kind of gave this little snippet of if a gentleman is late to work, you know, they may call and say, hey, you know what? I'm late. I'll be there in about five minutes. Hang up. Whereas if a woman is late to work, we may go into the story of why we're late. You know what? Traffic is really bad. It's going to take me some time. I don't know if there's an accident up here or if it's construction. And we go through that story. So we just are, you know, tend to be a little bit different in articulating how we feel about things. So it's really interesting in the Women's Worth Alliance, we're, we're wanting to give this space to women to be able to have this discussion in the way we articulate. And you've seen that, I'm sure, Chip, in probably some of your conversations with your clients, male and female, and how you communicate with them. For sure. It's definitely different. And I think that the word, Sherry, that you've used a couple of times is space. And I think it's important to point out that's exactly what this is. This is an opportunity for 
women to network for professional development, to be on either side of mentoring, because we've both had experience in the fact that mentoring is good for both the mentor and the mentee. And so, you know, one of the things that, Sherry, I enjoyed, so one of the things that's on the website now is an interview with Sherry, as well as three other amazing women telling their money story. And it's interesting because whether you have a lot or a little money, everybody has a story of where they came from, how they feel about money and aspirations for where they want to go. But, you know, I think that's important to point out, Sherry, that this isn't a product. It is just an opportunity, a space, if you will, for folks to come and learn and to share together. Correct. Yeah. You know, and just talking about the possibilities and just helping women feel comfortable. It's not us against them kind of thing. It is just the space, as I said, it's just that empowerment for women to go into an area where they feel like they can communicate with other women about finances, about wealth, about how do I start my business? What do I need to do? And feel comfortable in doing that, not intimidated. You know, some women feel intimidated around other women, but it's really when you're with other women and you have that feeling of women communicate very similarly and have the same kind of anxiety and you feel okay being vulnerable in that space or you feel okay that you don't have the experience and you feel like you're going to be mentored along. And kind of like when you mentioned my team, Chip, you know, I am proud to say that I have an all women's team working in wealth management, and that's not too common. And it's really interesting as my team members have, as we've evolved and I've watched them grow and myself grow, you know, the, the things that we think about now about our finances and our wealth and, and how we're making plans for our families and helping our friends. And so it's really exciting to see this Women's Worth Alliance come together because I feel like that's what I've been experiencing with my team. And it's, it's being able to be around a group of women where we can ask questions and help each other out on very sophisticated matters. It's interesting because I think that when you look at some of the sheer statistics of things, I think that it's easy to miss out your team, Sherry, in particular, is just an amazing collective of just brilliant people. And the notion that you all would, any of you individually, would feel the need to confide and share in any of these things with other people because you're so both professional. I mean, this is what you do for a living, but also just such professional women that I think it just, to me, it just speaks to the importance of everybody having that need because, I mean, this is what you all do. And, and so being able to lift each other up and really have those conversations is important. For me, the statistics, as a man, the statistics are unbelievable. One of the things that I saw that was just shocking to me was that the average age of a widow in America is 58. You know, I, yes. I never thought... I mean, it's just kind of like, I mean, the older I get, the younger 58 is, right? I mean, it's kind of one of those things. And, you know, it's just kind of staggering because I, you just don't think about things like that. John, what are some of the things that you've seen in terms of, you know, as you and I have talked about just the general excitement of these programs, what are some of the areas that you feel like your clients will benefit from this kind of program? Well, I think it was a couple episodes ago, we wrapped on uh, Social Security and our last Social Security episode for the Retirement Remix show. 
was kind of a Mythbusters episode. And I think there are the thousand and one myths you can bust about women investors and women in investing and women in finance. And, you know, one of the common myths that I see people assume, especially in this industry, is that women are inherently somehow more conservative in their investment style than men. And I can, over the 20 years that I've been in this business, I can tell you that's absolutely not true, but it is this myth that is out there and it somehow carries on. Are there other myths that you would hope, Sherry, that this alliance can help? I mean, I guess women feel confident to stand up and talk about it. I mean, if you talk about space and voice and all that, but what other myths can we bust here? Yes. And I appreciate you saying that, John, because what people realize is women, when I mentioned that we articulate different, we express our concerns differently. And sometimes that may come across that we're conservative because maybe women are more concerned about risk in that sense of life insurance. Like, okay, if my spouse dies early, that's my concern. Or my concern is, hey, I want to make sure my children can get an education. And so they may think that women are conservative in the sense of what they consider as a priority. But as far as investing, you know, women, we take risk. We're open to being in the mix of making those decisions to be invested in riskier investments. And it's funny because I I do use that verbiage that, you know, women, we need to take a seat at the table. And I say that because I think Women, as you said, John, people may think that women are more conservative, but if women would sit at the table and make decisions, I think we could remove that myth. You know, we can bust that myth because one of the myths I would say is just that women won't speak up. We will not speak up in a financial arena, whether it be making a decision about a business situation or making a decision about finances. And women do have opinions on that. And we do need to take a seat at the table and speak up. And I think men have a responsibility to encourage that. And again, we talk at Signature a lot about being better together. And I think that families certainly are better together. And honestly, I know that in my relationship with Trish, the best decisions we make are the ones that everybody participates in and that everybody is heard. And I think that that's just being smart about taking advantage of the differences maybe between, again, some men and some women. And so I think that really it's just an evolution that is required because it just makes a lot of sense for everybody. And I I think that, um, you know, I'm just excited, Sherry, with what you guys are putting together. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to grow and where it's going to grow from here. And I'm just really grateful for all the work that y'all have put in. Sherry, is there anything kind of in closing that you would want to tell anybody who's listening about checking out the Women's Worth Alliance or just any kind of closing thoughts? Well, the Women's Worth Alliance, you can go to our website at womensworthalliance.com check it out. We have some tools on there to get you started as far as like to do a plan, to have some checklists, things that you should start learning as far as doing any type of planning. It's a great space to get some collaboration. We will be having events in the future. uh, So we'll be posting those there. Women's Sports Alliance, put that in your favorites. It's going to be a resource and a tool where you can go to participate in collaboration and networking with other women. 
And so I, I really want to encourage those out there to take advantage of that. And we're going to be keeping the page fresh with ideas and giving you some resources where we can debunk some of these myths, as John said. One myth, John, is that women spend more money than men on things. And I think that the myth is maybe it's more of what we spend money on. So Sally Krawcheck said, and then we've got it on our website, nothing bad happens when women have more money. So I think that's a great space to be. So thanks for having me on and being able to talk about Women's Worth Alliance and getting this launched so that we can get some real visibility out there. Real quick, Sherry, where is the most unique place you've received inspiration? I told you about my closet. Where's yours? Oh, my farm. You know, being out with my horse and donkeys, and uh, I've got a lot of animals surrounding me, so that's probably where I've I've received my best inspiration. What about you, Chip? (laughs) That's a good question. I would say riding in my truck. It is one of those things that I am ADHD, and so I find movement to be helpful. So it is not unusual for me to just get in the car and ride around for an hour because it's a place, at least in my house, you know, Trish and I have four boys where it is quiet. It's, it's quiet. So definitely for me, that's probably number one. All good answers. John, who spends more money in your house? I do. Yeah. So (laughs) me too. And so when Sherry said that it it resonated with me (laughs) that I, I think in my house, I'm afraid to turn over the checkbook to Trish because I'm afraid she won't let me spend money anymore. She is significantly more thrifty than I am. I am the spender in our relationship. So, Sherry, you nailed it. Thank you for being with us. I'm excited to see where it goes. Absolutely. Thank you all for having me and have a great day. So, just a quick reminder, womensworthalliance.com. You can download a free guide there on identifying your wealth building opportunities. I hope that if you're a man and you're listening, share it with your mom, your sister, your auntie, you get the picture. So we look forward to being back again with you next time on the Retirement Remix. Here we have it, another great episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, here are four ways that we can help. First, complete the Retirement Success Scorecard to discover whether or not you're on track to a successful retirement on your terms. You can find this at SignatureWealth.com scorecard. Second, get a complimentary copy of my book, The Retirement Remix. Whether you're interested in real-life retirement stories and inspiration from others like you, or you want to learn more about Medicare and Social Security, it's all in there. Go to theretirementremix.com to grab your copy. Third, listen in on bi-weekly office hours with our team. We host live virtual office hours to share new investment and planning information and answer your money, markets, and retirement questions. Find the details to join us at signaturewealth.com slash office hours. And fourth, schedule a complimentary strategy call with one of our advisors to make sure you're on track toward your ideal retirement. Go to SignatureWealth.com and select the Signature Wealth office closest to you. We'll be back here next week for more on the Retirement Remix. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode.